Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, hello, and, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to the next instalment of Well Done Secret 7, and we're going to see what happens next, because remember, Peter and Colin have found the boy, the strange boy with the kitten, up in the treehouse. Uh, so let's have a look. Chapter 9. Another meeting. Peter and Colin helped the boy to get out the cushions from the rubber sheet. The kitten sat on a nearby branch watching. It was a dear little thing, a fluffy tabby. You can have the rest of our biscuits and a drink too if you want to, said Colin. <gasps> I nearly forgot that ship book. I must get it out of the cubbyhole. He pulled it out and then the two boys began to climb down the tree again, feeling carefully for footholds. It wasn't nearly so easy to climb down in the dark as it was in the daylight. Good night, called the boy gratefully, and thanks for your help. Are you coming tomorrow? Could you bring me a spot of milk for my kitten, please? Yes, of course, and a bit of fish if we can, called back Peter. Don't fall out of the tree when you're asleep. No, I shan't, said the boy, sounding much more cheerful. Colin and Peter made their way home, talking in low voices about the boy and his curious story. What do you suppose his uncle and that friend of his, Mr Tizer, were planning to do? And were afraid Jeff had overheard, said Peter. If it was a robbery or something, we ought to try and stop it. Well, if we can find out anything from Jeff, I really do think we ought to tell someone, said Colin. Your parents, for instance. Yes, but it would be nice to see if the Secret Seven can do something about it first, said Peter. We'll call a meeting tomorrow up the tree with Jeff there and we'll see what he, we can get out of him. He must have heard something that was said. Right, said Colin, beginning to feel excited. This is grand. Just when we thought nothing would ever happen, something does. Do you want me to go and tell everyone tomorrow morning that something is up and we must meet at the tree? Yes, said Peter. Passwords and everything. I'll be at the bottom of the tree and nobody must yell out the password. Just whisper it. Badges must be worn too. Good, said Colin, pleased. Well, we'll say good night here. This is your gate, isn't it? Good thing I went back for this book tonight, wasn't it? We wouldn't have caught Jeff if I hadn't. The boys went their different ways and Peter wondered whether or not to wake Janet and tell her about the boy in the treehouse. But he decided not to. It would keep till morning. All the Secret Seven were excited next morning when they heard about the meeting to be held and were told about Jeff. Can we take Scamper with us, do you think? asked Pam. Do you suppose he would frighten the kitten? No, he's nice with kittens, said Peter. Anyway, he'll be on guard be down below and the kitten will be up the tree with us. So I must remember to take a bottle of milk and a saucer and some fish. Ooh, good thing we had haddock for, for breakfast, said Janet. I'll wrap a bit up in a greaseproof paper. Oh, poor little kitten. Do you suppose its leg will be all right? Imagine anyone kicking a kitten. 
Promptly at ten o'clock, the Secret Seven met at the foot of the tree. The password was whispered importantly to Peter. Adventure! Adventure! It adventure! Is that boy up there? Yes. Got your badge on? Good. Are we all here now? Well, up we go. Scamper, on guard, please. Scamper looked at Peter, wagged his tail, and at once ran to the sentry box in the nearby tree. He sat down on his bit of rug there and looked quite stern, as if to say, Strangers, beware! I'm on guard. Grrr! Peter went up the tree first, the bottle of milk in his pocket and the little saucer between his teeth. The others followed. Peter saw Jeff peering down anxiously as he heard them climbing up. Hello, Jeff, said Peter, clambering up the platform of boards. Had a good night? How's the kitten? Oh, his leg's much better, said Janet. I uh, said, Jeff, sorry, and I slept all night except when the wind blew too hard. I say, nobody will give me away, will they? How many are of you are there? Seven, said Peter. Now, move up a bit, Jeff, and make room. We're a secret society, the secret seven. We have our password and badges and we hold meetings. If anything turns up for us to do, we do it. Jeff sat at the back of the platform and looked at each member climbing up. Colin, he knew from the night before. Barbara, Janet, Pam, George, Jack. They all climbed up and grinned kindly at him. The kitten meowed. Here's your milk, you tiny little thing, said Peter, and he poured some out of the bottle into the saucer he had brought. Janet, where's the bit of fish? The meeting was totally forgotten as the seven crowded together on the little platform to watch the hungry kitten lap the milk and pounce on the fish. Jeff watched too. He smiled around gratefully at the children. Thanks, he said. Thanks an awful lot. Chapter 10. Jeff tries to remember. Peter had also brought a jar of potted meat and a slab of cake for Jeff, and Colin had brought half a loaf and some butter. The boy took them hungrily and didn't even wait to cut a slice of bread. He tore at it with his teeth. The others watched him, feeling shocked to see such hunger. Janet gently took the bread from him, cut a large slice, buttered it, and spread it thickly with potted meat. You'll like this better than mouthfuls of dry bread, she said. Jeff ate everything they had brought, except the biscuits they were keeping for mid-morning. He wiped his mouth on the sleeve of his jacket with a sigh. That was good, he said. I can't tell you how good. The kitten had finished its meal now, too, and was sitting beside Jeff, washing his face. Oh, it looks fatter already, said Janet, stroking it. Poor little thing. Fancy kicking a baby like this. You wouldn't think there'd be anyone bad enough, would you? Mr. Tizer's very bad, said Jeff. Worse than my uncle. He kicks me too. We want you to tell us all you can, said Peter, settling himself as comfortably as he could with his back to the tree trunk. We think we ought to try and find out what it was that Mr. Tizer and your uncle were so afraid you had overheard. 
they must have been planning something wrong, something that ought to be stopped. Jeff stared at them. Stopped? Who's going to stop it? Not me, and not you either. Nobody can stop Mr Tizer, not even the police. Anyway, I don't know anything. Jeff, you must try and think, said Colin. You said you were asleep in the sitting room on the sofa when your uncle and Mr Tizer were planning something. You said you woke up and turned over and they were angry with you because they thought you'd heard what they were talking about. You must be able to remember something. I can't, said Jeff, looking sullen. Peter felt sure he could if he really wanted to. You're afraid of Mr Tizer, he said. That's why you won't try to remember. It's mean of you. We've been sorry for you and the kitten and helped you. Now you should help us. We'll see you don't come to any harm. Jeff stroked the kitten and it purred loudly. Well, you've been really decent, he said at last, and I'll try to remember what I overheard. But it doesn't make any sense to me and it won't to you either. Never mind, just tell us, said Colin. Jeff frowned as he tried to remember. Mm, let me see, he began. I was asleep and I woke up um, and I heard their voices. Yes, go on, said Peter. Well, I don't know what they were talking about, said Jeff. I was, I was just too sleepy to hear properly. I heard a... A few things, things that don't make any sense. What things, asked Barbara, wishing she could jog Jeff and make him go faster in his story. Well, let's see. They talked about MKX, said Jeff, frowning hard. Yes, I remember that clearly. MKX. MKX, said Jack. What in the world does that mean? Would it be a code word for someone helping them in their plans? I don't know, said Jeff, but I do remember MKX. Oh, and I remember a date too. Thursday the 25th. They said that two or three times. That's next Thursday, isn't it? Yes, said Peter, it is. Perhaps that was the date of their next robbery or whatever they were planning to do. I say this is exciting. Go on, Jeff. Remember anything else? Don't hurry me, said Jeff. Else I shall remember wrong. There was a dead silence at once. No one wanted Jeff to remember wrong. <sighs> they spoke about someone too, said Jeff wrinkling his forehead. Oh, let's see. Yes, Emma Lane. They kept on about Emma Lane. I do remember that. Emma Lane? That's a good clue, said Colin. We might be able to find out who she is. I've never heard of her. Anything else? asked Peter. You really are doing very well, Jeff. Think hard.
Jeff was pleased. He thought again, going back in his memory to that night on the sofa. Hearing the two men's voices again in his mind. Oh, yes, he said suddenly. They said something about a red pillow. That puzzled me. A red pillow. I remember that. Puzzled the others, too. A red pillow didn't seem to fit into anything. Who would have a red pillow and what for? MKX. Thursday the 25th. Emma Lane. A red pillow, said Peter. What a mix-up. I can't make head or tail of any plot with those four things in it. In fact, the only thing that is at all possible to follow up is the Emmeline clue. Anything more, Jeff? Think. Do think. There was something about a grating, said Jeff. Watching through a grating? Yes, that was it. Does that help you at all? No, it didn't. It just added to all the mystery. How were the Secret Seven to tackle all of that? Mm. Well, do you know what any of that means? I mean, Emma Lane is either going to be a person or maybe it's a place. Maybe it's a road, a little lane. Who knows? Or maybe Emma lives down the lane. Oh, my goodness. Can't think what MKX means, though. That sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Sounds like Roman numerals. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure they will figure out something. So maybe tomorrow we'll find out exactly what they figure out but maybe it might be the next day who knows <laughs> but until tomorrow I will leave you with just this tiny little bit of um, advice take care and stay safe <laughs> all right I shall see you tomorrow bye for now.